from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Monday, July 17th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Reactions are pouring in after news that the mother of an Ohio State football player was shot and killed in Chicago overnight. ONN's Kevin Landers in Columbus has more. Heavy hearts here at the Woody Hayes Athletic Facility as police in Chicago report that 41-year-old Ashley Griggs was shot and killed in an apparent drive-by shooting. Griggs is the mother of Ohio State wide receiver Carnell Tate. Tate was a freshman last year and is from Chicago. Back on June 21st, his mother posted a photo of her and her son on Twitter. His former 7-on-7 team also posted heartfelt sympathies for the family. Reporting from the Ohio State University campus, Kevin Landers. In a statement, OSU Associate Athletics Director Jerry Emig said, in part, obviously our coach and coaches are aware of this terrible tragedy and incredibly saddened. They, along with our players, especially those who are closest to Carnell, will support him during this most difficult time in any way that they can. The case of a 25-year-old Ohio State University student missing in Columbus since last month has come to a conclusion. ONN's Ashley Bornanson reports. The family of Amina Alhaj Omar tells us her body was found Wednesday in the quarry where she was last seen. The Franklin County Coroner's Office was able to positively identify the body and the investigation into her disappearance is now closed. We're still working to learn more about the circumstances. We were also able to talk to OSU. They say in part, quote, this is a tragedy for the university community. Amina was a graduate student in the College of Social Work. Our hearts go out to her family and friends during this exceptionally difficult time. Ashley Bornanson in Columbus. Last night, the U.S. Coast Guard announced they had recovered the body of a man who fell overboard in Lake Erie near South Bass Island on Tuesday. ONN's Dave James has details. Earlier in the week, police in Marblehead said the missing boater was 21-year-old Samuel Ickes Jr., a father of two from Fremont. Officials said there were three other people on board the 27-foot boat at the time of the incident and that they tried to rescue the man, but the wind and current pushed him away. The search had been suspended Wednesday night pending further developments. Dave James, ONN News. In Columbus, a boy was hospitalized after nearly drowning last night at Ohio State University's swimming complex. ONN's Angela Ann has more. Officials say that boy had a medical emergency in the water. Columbus Fire says medical crews were called to the aquatic pavilion on Neal Avenue. This happened around 5 o'clock last night. The boy was taken to the hospital where he's now in critical condition. I'm Angela Ann. People in a neighborhood just west of downtown Columbus woke up yesterday to find flyers promoting a Ku Klux Klan group out of Kentucky on their cars and in the street. Here's ONN's Clay Gordon. One longtime resident said he's been there over 50 years, has never seen anything like this. He says he doesn't believe the hateful flyers came from his neighbors, but rather an outside group. A mother told us it makes her scared for her children. It's definitely disturbing, especially in this day and age. And with all the crime going on, and then for that to be something that I have to worry about as a mother with young children. For now, residents tell us they are ripping them up and throwing them away. I'm Clay Gordon. A suburban Columbus girl is back home after being severely injured in a parade nearly two weeks ago. ONN's Richard Solomon has the story. Allie Harris was severely injured after she fell off a float in the Hilliard 4th of July parade. The seven-year-old suffered more than a dozen broken bones, internal bleeding, and other injuries. Allie has a message for every single act of kindness. I'm going home because of all of you, and thank you for supporting me. Allie still has a long, extensive road to recovery ahead, but she is so excited to read the many cards and letters that were sent to her while she was in the hospital. In Columbus, Richard Solomon. 
44-year-old Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose has announced he's running for the U.S. Senate seat currently held by Democrat Sherrod Brown, who is running for re-election. I'm on a mission to give back to the state that has given me so much, to continue to serve the country I love and fight to protect the values we share. That's why I'm running to serve as your next United States Senator. In the spring of next year, LaRose will face at least three other Republicans in the primary, State Senator Matt Dolan, Cleveland businessman Bernie Moreno, and Joel Mutchler. Sherrod Brown is 70 and has been in the Senate since 2007. He served 14 years in the U.S. House before that and previously served in various state offices going back to 1975. It has been one year since the 988 suicide and crisis hotline was activated. ONN's Kiana Deitches in Columbus has more. In the past year of 988 in Ohio, on average, more than 12,000 people have used the lifeline every month. And the average speed to answer calls here is 19 seconds compared to 35 seconds nationally. Unfortunately, not enough people know that 988 exists. A new poll by the National Alliance on Mental Illness found that only 70% of adults know that the service is available. I'm Kiana Deitches. And a Cleveland suburb is the latest city taking the Kia and Hyundai theft problem into the courtroom. ONN's Lindsay Mills explains. Parma is suing both car makers for being a public nuisance. The city reports that thefts of Hyundais and Kias were up more than 400 percent in 2022. And their law enforcement teams have spent more than 20,000 minutes on these cases. It's a common claim from cities dealing with these theft problems. The city of Parma saying in part, it is not fair for taxpayers to bear the costs of the problem Hyundai and Kia created. I'm Lindsay Mills. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.